All right, I hit record. Oh my, I hit record. <laughs> wow, mocking me? What a piece <laughs> of shit. Uh, I, I hit record. <laughs> wow, well, two can play at this game. Uh, I'm Ruben. Uh, uh. Uh, I'm, I'm And today I'm reviewing Hello Kitty Volume One. Hey, Hello Kitty Volume One is a fucking hood classic, you piece of shit. Don't you mock, fuck, don't man. insult Hello my, Kitty. My brain uh, lacks oxygen after doing that. Oh God. Yeah. Oh dear God. Welcome to my world. T today, where no, it's called Mystery Meat Podcast. We're reviewing Dinosaur Pile Up by by or their album Celebrity Mansions. Okay, I'm Sick by Bad Flower. And uh, finally, A uh, Thousand Suns by uh, Linkin Park. Yeah, fucking Linkin Park coming at you, motherfuckers. But uh, first, we delivered mansions. Hey, Kareem, tell us about that, man. Oh, all right. Who, me? That's right. The one who looks so delicious. Wow. He wants my bacon. Dinosaur Pileup is an alternative rock band from Leeds, West Yorkshire. Uh, that's England, if you, you people uh, are not aware. Uh, I think you mean New America. <laughs> <laughs> and it was formed in 2007. It had a couple members over the years, but I'm just going to name the current ones just uh, for simplicity. Uh, we have lead singer and guitarist Matt Bigland. We have drummer Mike Shields and bassist Jim Cratchley. And Dinosaur Pileup was formed after Matt Bigland's previous band, Mother Vulpine, broke up in 2007. And I don't have that much information on the band in general, but um, I do actually have like uh, an interesting little tidbit about the name. Uh, Matt Bigland uh, said he came up with the name Dinosaur Pileup after watching the 2005 film King Kong. Matt Bigland has said in an interview, I watched the remake of King Kong, which was pretty bad. It was ages ago, before this band, or even the idea of this band ever existed. Anyway, there was this part in it where the stampede of dinosaurs, the front one is shot in the leg or something, and it trips up, and all these huge dinosaurs trip up, roll down this hill, and it just ends up in this massive pileup, and everything in between them survive. I thought that it was ridiculous, and as a joke, I said, I have to start a band called Dinosaur Pileup. Ah, uh, so there you go. Um, I also found out, they have a YouTube channel you can check out, and then they also have, like, a podcast on there called The Cosmic Barbecue. Uh, they don't really have any new episodes. The last episode was, like, 2020. Uh, hopefully, they, they keep doing I didn't uh, check to see what was on it, but I guess they discussed stuff about like touring or uh, their experiences in the uh, band. Always, uh, always being on the back foot. <laughs> yeah, they're always on the back foot. And as far as like current music goes, they released a single in 2020 count called Round the Bend. Um, I'm not sure if they plan on doing anything in the future, but let, let, let's just talk about the album now. This is the fourth studio album, Celebrity Mansions, and it came out in 2019. Uh, the, the, so far, it's their last one uh, that we that that we that we have. But um, what what what's, what do we think? I, I really liked this. Um. Robbie, would you like me to go first? Of, uh, sure, you go first, you buddy. Go? Okay, so I'm going to get my gushing, though, because I found this fucking album completely fucking great. It's almost like a feel-good music, but, like, I don't know. It's just really fun, fun music. Like, it gets you energized. Like, uh, just from the start to the finish, I really loved it. Like, uh, the Thrash Milk set, that's a fucking great fucking song to start off. You know, it's just really, like, high fucking energized and it has that, like, little whininess to it. Or like uh like you would hear from God, what would be a good band to that too? It's like almost like an obnoxious wine. 
I would kind of compare it to... Honestly, Weezer in a way, but actually good. <laughs> yeah, I, I right. see what you mean, yeah. Yeah, I cannot get over, like, from from the first song to the last song, it was just all great. Like, uh, Backfoot, obviously, I fucking love it. I thought it was a great song, and it's been played many, many, many fucking times while we've been hanging out, so why wouldn't I love it? <laughs> Yeah, I think I have Stockholm syndrome from uh from Backfoot. <laughs> uh, I was forced to love it, <laughs> uh, but uh, no, um, it, it was a great album. I, I had no complaint. Uh, I thought everything about it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was really good. I, I, it's kind of like I wasn't expecting it to be from 2019 for one, because it felt really like nostalgic. Even though I've never like heard it, it had like that sound of like I would expect it to be in like a racing game I played in like fucking 2005 or something. It had that sort of energy to it for me. Yeah, like Need I for really like that. Yeah, that. or like Burnout or something like that. I, I really, I really enjoyed that. And um, also it's kind of funny that you mentioned Weezer Robbie as like an example compared them to because they were like influenced by like bands like weezer like that that so guys <laughs> that's kind of what they're going for huh, a bit that's pretty cool yeah so also i didn't know this band it was kind of like um fucking nickelback <laughs> where i thought they were friends, and then you tell me they're english and it's like oh fuck um yeah i actually liked it you know at times i think it kind of gets a bit samey in that kind of meh way but it's not bad like you know i'll just i can turn my brain off to it and let it keep going and i'm not getting annoyed you know what i mean on i like quite a few tracks on there i don't think it's necessarily a classic album but i would also consider listening to more of their stuff and i think they're really good i think they really hit that you know kind of california 2000s aesthetic really fucking well too and um, yeah. I brought up the Weezer thing earlier because it feels like, in a way, they're making music for quote unquote the losers, kind of. But I like the instrumentation here better. I like how they're singing. I like the lyrics better. I just, in general, like it a lot more. Also, I like the name of the band a lot more. <laughs> yeah. Backfoot is definitely also kind of like a loser anthem a bit. You know, you're always on the backfoot. Thrash metal on the stereo. 16 hours a day. Oh, man, it's fucking great. I fucking it gets stuck in my head. It's stuck in my head right now. All, all I can hear is just him screaming in thrash metal cassette in my head, and it's it's, it's glorious. Um, you want to start the ratings? Because I'll start the ratings. <laughs> sure, yeah. You can start uh, it. <laughs> You're excited, buddy. Dude, I you fucking love loved it. it, dude. It is so fucking, dude. I don't remember a time where I fell in love so much with fucking like I love albums I give it more than a 10 out of 10 like it's like Pink Floyd when we reviewed that like it was already 10 out of 10 for me I just wish I could give it because like it, it literally like I'm probably gonna listen to this thing for the rest of my life it's probably gonna go in my top five maybe my top three it's not fucking good to me wow yeah <laughs> I'll give it a oh yeah no fuck it I'll give it a 10 out of 10 I really like this too <laughs> you oh you. boy Ooh, I'm gonna give it a t- nine out of ten. Uh, You're gonna give it to a thousand sons later. Don't lie to me, bitch. <laughs> and that is still a nine point seven out of ten overall mystery meat sticks. God, it's such a that's pretty good. Yeah, god, yeah. Good. Oh god, it's, I I would I would kiss every member. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, Ruberino, tell us about. <clears throat> Okay, I'm sick. <laughs> By that power. The Paragon of the Chicken House. <laughs> so, uh, Bad Flower is an American band founded in Los Angeles, California. Composed of singer-guitarist Josh Katz. 
uh, lead guitarist Joey Morrow, bass guitarist Alex Spiritu, Spiritu, and drummer Anthony Sanita. Sanetti. Sonetti. God dang. I cannot say that word. Sonetti. It's Anthony Sonetti, guys. Anthony Sonetti, please don't you ever hear this uh, episode. He lives in they... New Mexico with Walter White. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, uh, so, yeah, this band, Dave, and... 2008 and they were like it, it was northbridge california they were all music school students so they always had like a good concept of music and how to like you know form everything it's really not a lot about him i mean they're kind of a little bit more recent like when they hit when they actually hit like uh they didn't really have anything that great i don't think because uh, i've heard like their earlier albums and i didn't think it was super great but i didn't think it was super bad i think uh okay i'm sick when that came out uh that's when i started hearing them because like uh uh songs like uh heroin came on the radio and uh what's the one that came on ghost ghost was the other one that came on but anyways let's go to their album okay i'm sick uh okay i'm sick is a debut studio album by the american bad Fly, or at least sorry 22 2019 they released the album's lead single ghost on june 8 2018 uh and then they uh announced the album with release date of february 22nd 2019 which they got it on time that's like cool there's really not much to the album that uh, i can really find but the the album is pretty definite uh i can say that i want to save a little bit of what i want to say about them i want from you, Robbie, and Craig before I go on with how I feel. Go first. All right. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I really like. I didn't really. I haven't heard of Bad Flower before, so uh, I, I didn't really have like an idea of like what they were really. But um, I, I really liked this. I think this was pretty solid. I liked Promise Me. I liked Girlfriend. I liked Heroin. I liked Xanax. I, I think this was overall like not bad. I, I think as a debut album, I think this is pretty all right. I liked it. Um, um Kareem, guy, uh, actually, actually, Kareem, yeah. uh, it's, it's X Anna X, not Xanax, you. <laughs> oh. Um, shut the fuck up, Ruben. <laughs> you can shut up, Kareem, but keep going. Uh, the, the, the subject matter of, of daddy is, uh, yeah, that, that exists. Uh, <laughs> YouTube will nuke so me if I, it's if essentially I go like details. daddy by corn. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if Daddy by Corn was extremely blunt. It kind of was, too. It was. Yeah. The, this one is less blunt, then, if I'm remembering right. This one's also a lot shorter. I think it's actually one of the better songs on the album, though it's the most uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I think it definitely stands out, uh, despite the, the subject matter, you know what I mean? I think uh, if anyone gives it a try, they definitely were talking about uh, I don't think we need to really talk about it. Uh, it's just, it, it, it's pretty blunt and in your face, but it is a really welcome song and it really does kind of make you like oh my god you know like holy crap you know what i mean right uh, it w- w- there has been many times when we were like oh man this is a good song but the way he's singing it just makes me feel bad for listening to it <laughs> yeah like i don't know it's it's just kind of a it, it was it was a neat it was a really neat song i think it's it's cool that they did that song it just you know it does uh it does hit certain points but i think ghost also hit certain points too because I feel like that's um another song with subject matter that I YouTube would probably censor me for. Yeah, they're really good on the on the whole kind of like on some of their songs hitting the hitting the uh hitting the note or uh nail on the head on some things. I'm sorry. 
Uh, go ahead, Robbie. I probably interrupted. God, you. I can't. Be- you didn't interrupt me, but I still can't believe you. So <laughs> I honestly feel like this is like an alt rock version of Bring Me the Horizon, and that's a compliment because I adore Bring Me the Horizon far too much. A lot of the songs on here feel ethereal and dreamy at times, which I love and reminds me somewhat of um Billie Eilish. Hint, hint. Nudge, nudge. Anyways, uh, standout songs to me were the... Oh, that is X, Anna, X. Anyways, that's not one of the standouts to me. The Jester, Ghost, Promise Me, 24, Heroin, and Wide Eyes. Ruben has played Heroin way too fucking much, and I've played Promise Me way too fucking much. So, um, honestly, my only problem with the album is the protest song Die, just because it feels a bit too formulaic to me, and also the album cover. But, you know, speaking of album covers, Celebrity Mansion's album cover also sucked. And no, I'm not going to suck off the Thousand Sons album cover. I'm just saying, you know, strong albums this episode, but not strong album covers. That said, it's... I may start off the ratings for okay. I'm sick or no, Kareem. Do you want? Do you and Ruben want to go over album covers? Oh, I was just gonna. Say, I was gonna defend Celebrity Mansions only because I really the energy of the picture I think matches the the music, and that's why I like it. You know, they're just chilling out. He's eating the fucking pizza shirtless, and he's just like, yeah. Like you know, what I mean? it's like the energy. The that's the energy the fucking album gives. So I I like it on that basis. Still huh. better than Weezer. Um, mid mid take. <laughs> shut up. Ruben, um, rumid. Anyways, if I may start <laughs> off the ratings for okay, I'm sick. I'm going to give it a five, nine out of ten. Oh, all right. Uh, I'll give it an eight. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna give it a nine. And uh, Bro, that's only... cream loves decimals. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, dude, cream yeah. does love decimals. I'm I'm glad that we did this episode, cream. You got so many decimals. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, what's what's the Overall mystery meat po- uh, yeah. rating. Uh, 8.7 out of 10. 8.7 out of 10. Man, I, I still think it should be higher than Celebrity Mansions, but you know I won't fight about that. Oh, really? Come on. I mean, Celebrity Mansions is good, man. You just want to, like, rock out with your silly out. That's what you want to do. <laughs> righty. Mr. Silly the Clown? Yeah, yeah Mr. Silly, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Robbie, how would you tell us about Lincoln Park? Yeah. And, uh, a Thousand Sons. A Thousand Sons. Okay. Oh. So, A Thousand Sons is actually a polarizing album for Linkin Park's fan base. It was their fourth studio album released in September of 2010. And it was a concept album dealing with, you know, the fear of nuclear war. Even they have said it's a massive break from what they had made previously. as they, It was extremely experimental with the new sounds. And Shinoda even told MTV that the album references many social issues and blends a lot of the human ideas with technology. And also... The titles are referenced to the Bhagavad Gita, and you can hear Robert Oppenheimer speaking in the start of it. And what he's quoting from it, he's basically quoting from the Bhagavad Gita to explain the atomic bomb and how it was as bright as the Thousand Suns. And if you don't know who Oppenheimer is, go back to the womb. He worked on the Manhattan Project. He helped create nuclear weaponry. Yep. Uh, basically, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, again, it was a polarizing album. Critics enjoyed it. 
thought it was a natural evolution of the band. I agree, but a lot of fans were like, no, this is a bit too different. The album cover, I guess, is meant to be a blinding light of a nuke going off, but, you know, I still don't think it's their strongest album cover. Before I go any further, um, do you guys want to make me cry? With your opinions? Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to make you cry because I really, I, I honestly, when I went through it again, I realized why you love this album so much. Or at least I think I do. Because this is genuinely, and why you said this was like, uh, like their best. I think that's what you said, like, right? That, that you said. Yep, yeah. That's my opinion. I, I honestly, I can see why you fucking think that because I really did love this. I enjoyed this experience. And that's what I would call it. It's a fucking experience, like, compared to, like, the, the ones before it. Like, not to say, like, I love Linkin Park, and I like listening to Linkin Park. If you give me Linkin Park, I'm gonna listen to it. And the previous three albums are all good in their own right. But, like, I think this one was definitely, like, a nice change in direction, and I think it was, like, I, I, I think this is genuinely, like, better in that way. Like, I liked how they were, like, doing something, like, more with it conceptually. I like what they were, like, trying to, like, I like how, like, the sound was different different than on um, the previous albums i really love robot boy i like I, I really there's no track on here that i didn't fucking like um let me see i loved waiting for the end i like when they come for me which like directly is kind of talking about like how they're gonna change and shit and they can't really and they don't want to go back even if they want to you know what i mean like yeah i, I like it I'd really, I'd really love it. Yeah, um, before you go, Ruben, I do want to comment. This album was a big part of my childhood. I listened to it a fuck ton. My brain always connected it to the war in Afghanistan, though, and the part of that is also because, if I'm remembering right, that is part of the story with the Catalyst's music video. And that was one of the lead singles off the album. That said, I would compare this album, for me personally, to how... The Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd is for Ruben. They're both of these big concept albums that, you know, I think both are classics. I, I don't necessarily think you have to agree with me on A Thousand Suns being one. You do have to agree on the Dark Side of the Moon. But um, they're both very experimental. They're both concept albums, and they're both dealing with, you know, these social ideas, these economic ideas even. Like, I don't really know how to put quite into words. I just think that they're larger than life albums in a way. Um, what do you think, Ruben? Well, first of all, uh, you were talking about Oppenheimer. Uh, the quote that is often, they were uh, playing a video that's pretty famous. Uh, and you can look it out there. You just uh, search up J. Robert Oppenheimer. And usually it's like the probably the first uh, like interview and it's black and white and he looks like a he looks like he's a skeleton he looks like uh the life's been drained out of him definitely and uh the line that he says from the bhagavad is uh now i am become death destroy all, uh, de the destroyer of war and that's uh basically yeah i think that was after he did the first test for the nuclear uh bomb that they created so he and he didn't look too great about it. He, uh, I think he like really, really were his choices. Anyways, we're not on Oppenheimer, but this album in particular, I, I, I think I had to listen to it a few times before I actually kind of got into it. The first time I listened to it, I was like, eh, you know, I kind of tuned out a lot of the songs. I didn't really listen to it, and then second and third time, I, I kind of started listening to a little bit more, and I started vibing into a little bit more. I was just kind of like, you know what, this is pretty freaking good uh like it's it definitely is not uh like definitely not one of like their earlier albums like it's kind of a i wouldn't say softer but the edges 
is a little bit more rounded off. It's not as edgy, you know what I mean? I still think it retains a lot of that uh, spirit of Linkin Park, though. That's what I kind of like about it. And I like that they tried to do a concept album. So for me, it really wasn't a bad album at all. And I quite enjoyed a lot of it. It was kind of a, there's some points where like it does drone on for me, uh, especially when for some reason your application plays the same song twice and you think it is the same song i uh, like you just think it's just one long song yep that was uh, yeah, fun that, that was fun yeah. wasn't it <laughs> we yeah, thought it was just that's what uh, i'm sorry that's what pink floyd did with dark side of the moon at times yeah yeah so uh we was just like holy crap but it was fun for me uh i but i had to like warm up to it so i kind of get maybe why some people didn't like it at first because maybe they didn't really give it a, a lot of a try because like that that's how what happened to me i didn't really give it much of a try the first time so i had to re-listen to it if you yeah honestly i don't think it's an easy album to really get into like for me i didn't have that many albums as a kid for whatever reason and i would just constantly re-listen to the same shit over and over so i had time for it to get into my head and they use a lot of quotes in it a lot of different recordings like it is extremely experimental this is not like hybrid theory this is not like meteora i don't think it's like minutes to midnight which i haven't heard yet actually it is ex it's a break from how all those sounded so you know i do get when fans you know didn't like it um yeah. it's not really i think it's fun to listen to but it's maybe not as easily accessible as something like hybrid theory or meteora yeah i'd say it's like a more immersive album than those ones like by design like i, I think hybrid theory or meteora i think you can kind of just like skip around but i in like I, I think to some extent you can do that with a thousand suns but i think a thousand suns is genuinely like you kind of have to start it and then end it to really enjoy it did you just say did you say you kind of i'm not do i don't it? recommend no, you, you doing it <laughs> it's a con it's a, it's a can't do what skip around i'm not recommending he was saying i'm saying i mean i can now but that's only because i've listened to this thing so many fucking times i know what tracks right, i'm in the mood for but no if you want to listen to the entire story you can't skip around it's like dark side of the moon or it's like what's the another wall. concept album we, yes the wall or it's like good kid mad city if you want that entire story you cannot skip around all of the tracks yeah, are i'm important. not advocating for it i just know some fucking person would how do you watch are. jojo sir listen, huh? Listen. Huh? Yeah. how I'm do not, you watch jojo I advocate for anything you you weirdo watching part four I mean, first technically i Damn. well no you shouldn't actually no don't don't don't, don't quote me oh <laughs> my god you you no, you, no. oh my god <laughs> i'm not a part i'm gonna skipper. i'm gonna die because of you i'm not a part god there you no. are dream's gonna are. tell you to start with part six oh and god end with part no fuck <laughs> No, because he's a fucker. <laughs> and part three is the third one you watch just because it's part three. That's what Kareem's gonna well, I guess say. You could technically Are you guys okay if I start ratings? Yeah, yeah, start yeah ratings. go ahead and start ratings. Okay, I'm giving it a ten out of ten. That should have been expected. Yeah, I'm giving it a ten out of ten. I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. All right. What the fuck? I'm not crying. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. because I hate Kareem though. That's a ten point one oh, out wow. of ten. No, it's just a ten out of ten. Mystery meat sticks. Woo! Yay! Hey, uh, you should put like little like clown honk honks, you know, little screamers and shit when we have a I, 10 I out do. Of 10. That'd be really. If cool. you watch my videos, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. That needs to be bigger. Bigger. All right, fine. I'll yeah, fine. Yeah, fine. You will do it. Thank you. We'll pay you never. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Just leave it up to the chef. He knows when he's got a good thing. Beef really does ring the bell. 
All right. So next week's albums, Robbie, would you like to start? Yes, I would love to because it's another album I adore. Um, <laughs> here's why I hinted. It's Billie Eilish's debut album. When we all fall asleep, where do we go? Oh yeah, I, I'm I getting depressed. I don't know. She she has a soothing voice to me. Yeah, she does. And this album yeah. gets extremely depressing. Okay, all right. Kareem, what's your uh, album? Mine's is Lost and Found by Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith. He's a nice yeah, guy. He made music. I bet I bet some of you children didn't know that, huh? <laughs> I just, yeah, you know, I just, really... you just need to keep his wife's name out of your mouth. <laughs> That's all you need to do. I'll try my That's best. That's all you need to do. Yeah, let, let, just not, just avoid it. Just because, do you want to get Chris Rock? I want to make a G.I. Jane joke, Ruben. <laughs> All right. And uh, my be actually rocking with the rhythm by the Judds. Yeah. A really old uh, country duo that my mom really liked. So Zero out of ten. I'm kidding. Wow. Wow. Don't you would me. say that. You would say that, weren't you? You would ruin <laughs> me like that, weren't you? <laughs> I'm done with you. I'm done with this podcast. I'm done with life. Fergus can go die. Damn. And uh, you guys can go fuck yourself. Eat your expired honey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Ruben, can you make one more part for the audience? 